What, 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 what did I just listen to? Can we do that? Can we do the beat start over? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Elton John. Oh. Can you feel the love? Okay, now that I know what it is, do it again. Go ahead, do it again. Okay. Are we recording, by the way? F- yeah, we are. And Fusco's going to pr- provide some sweet background. the rest of the words to you. <laughs> Is this the next yeah, the next uh, video coming out from the Keith Highlanders? You guys doing this? <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be Can You Feel the Love Tonight? Uh, spoiler alert, you will be sued. <laughs> Hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to the... My, my name is Josh. Welcome to the Chan Ram Podcast. This is an explicit show. So if you weren't aware, uh, you are now currently aware. I'm going to give you five seconds to listen to something else. That's five, four, three, two, one. Fuck! Fuck. <laughs> Listener, yeah. Listeners can review the show on iTunes. You can send us emails and voicemails to be played on air. Like us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or if you're Australian, Snapchat. Check out the Chan Rant store. Chanrant.com. Soon to be the home of the one and only Here's a Spoon t-shirt for those of you that are <laughs> regulars. In the know. In the know. Um, you still and, got that fucking shirt done. Yeah, I know. It's been a very long but short week. Um Last but not least, you can become a patron. You can support the show. Uh, and if you're watching this right now live, you are a patron, and we thank you for that. Uh, head to patreon.com slash channerant, five bucks a month, uh, $60 a year, $1.2 a week. 1.21 gigawatts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it costs, but <laughs> an hour's worth of bollocks. And uh, you help keep the lights on here at the Channerant podcast. And oh, no. invite and share with your friends. Absolutely. Dude, That's our, the, the Facebook page has been doing pretty well. Um, so I, I, we haven't overtaken Viper's Dojo. No, we've got a long way to go. We got about like uh, 16,000 to go, but we're getting there. But that son of a gun won't share our goddamn show. He won't share the episodes. I didn't even use the SpongeBob as a cum rag as the, as the title. I know. He still, still won't, won't share. He still won't share. He doesn't it. want the old ladies to listen to our show and then get turned off. Like an old lady doesn't know what a cum rag is, dude. <laughs> How do you think you get old? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Speaking of which, uh, newest item in the Channerant store, the Channerant cum rag. <laughs> That's actually not a bad idea. It's just a, it's just an embroidered golf towel. <laughs> not not that different from Big Rab Show towel. Just uh, do you think do you think they would let us post it as that? Would, would, could we put that in the rag. title? Yeah. <laughs> that would be hysterical. <laughs> the Channerant um, cum rag. It's just a yeah. golf towel, but that would be hysterical. It, yeah. It's, it's the same thing. It's an embroidered golf towel, much like like my oh yeah. your Big Rab. That's yeah. That's my cum rag. My, my beloved, <laughs> my beloved big rap show. Oh, well, I would use this except for uh, it's not a big enough towel. <laughs> not for the amount of your spunk. Um, worlds yeah. within worlds, Fusco. <laughs> but uh, it's so soft. It's so cottony. Man, I use that thing is great. It's a great towel. Uh, you should get yours at bigrabshow.com rag. I don't know whatever it's called. <laughs> <laughs> Dot com rag. Hey, hey, Fusco. Odd open. <laughs> Hey, Josh. Yeah, Fusco. You know what really sticks a uh, Elton up my John? <laughs> no, I do not. When when you work for a good bagpiping company and you put together this cool-ass video, like Brady Bunch video, and then some fucking cunt friend of yours comes out and like a week later and does it better? Well, I think, I think at this point in your career, you should be used to people doing things better than you. 
This is true. Especially the uh, the next boyfriend to whatever girlfriend I dated. Yes, yeah. precisely. Absolutely. Um, but uh, so so elaborate. Uh, and would you would you feel comfortable introducing our illustrious guest today? Absolutely. So great, wonderful friend of the show, ex band member of the band that shall not be named. <laughs> what do you mean ex? He well, would have been there. He, yeah, he would have been there. He would have been there if there was anywhere to go. <laughs> if there was anywhere to go, I'm sure he would have showed up. But uh, our lovely friend Tim Timmy H from uh, all the way up in. Well, apparently not part of the United States anymore. Somewhere in Washington, where there is no law. <laughs> yeah, he lives. He lives in the. He from lives Chaz. in the uh, the Chaz zone. Live from Chaz. <laughs> but Timmy, uh, Tim from Keith Highlanders, who uh, who's done probably one of the best Brady Bunch videos of a pipe band I've seen yet. He's about to release a new one. Yeah, and that's why we had him on. So, so I kind of want to go into this because. It's not just pipe bands. It's like, you know, uh, it's like corporate brands. It's like local companies that are all like the the latest trend in social content. Like for bands, it's one thing because you can do a video of everyone playing music. But like the the corp- the scene, the trend I've seen in corporate content is like, hey, we're still we're all meeting via Zoom. And here's a screenshot of our latest Zoom call where three of the employees were picking their nose or weren't paying attention. And that's that's content, baby. We nailed it. It's like, what the fuck? Nobody cares. Everyone's doing Zoom calls. It's not it, it, you're not on the cutting edge of technology. It, the shit's been around for fucking 10 years. Like, yeah, but this is different. Well, with bands, it's different because it's not. And and we'll get into this a little bit later in the show. But I I would like to because I don't know how Tim did this. The, the first video and the first video was amazing. But right. I have theories. So I want to I want to get into a little detective session later well, on hopefully this will be educational but by the, by the time we actually get to it we'll be yeah. so drunk that it yeah. will become like, like i want to do i want to do a little <laughs> detective session because i think i think i know how he did it oh i know for sure i did it because i've done it myself yeah but i want to i want to <laughs> but i so you know we'll, we'll make a little game out of it oh okay so okay we'll make a little game we'll out of the- me out of, out of me trying to guess how how they pulled this off okay but before we get into that um we have some show notes uh starting with the Patreon happy hour, which is tomorrow afternoon. Tomorrow. You still got time to get in there, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you know, join Patreon. And uh, for a mere $5 a month, you can also join us for our, uh, you know, happy hour thing where we basically get drunk on Zoom and make fun of each other. So uh, you still got time to get in. Tim, you're a patron, right? Yep. I'll gonna, be there. You're going to be there tomorrow? I've got yep. two very special celebrity guests lined up. And I'm That's not going to say who. Yeah. Two wonderful celebrity guests. Uh, so come on in and, uh, you'll get to meet, virtually meet some very important people in the pipe man world. Yeah. So the idea of the happy hour is like, uh, you know, we want to get the fans together, have a chat, hang out. By the way, it won't be recorded so you can, it's do not, whatever re- you yeah, want. it's not recorded. It's not going on the show. Um, the only, the only place that will be recorded is our brains for the first 30 minutes until we're too until hammered we're, to until remember. We're blacked out. Yeah. And then, uh, but yeah, so the idea is going to be once a month for the patron happy hour, assuming that people like it and it works out. And then, you yeah, know, if it's every, you and me, then, then, then that's just us going to <laughs> just, the bar. Yeah. Like, that's, yeah, it's not any different than anything we normally do. Uh, but if it works out, you know, we'll continue to bring in some, we'll bring in a special guest every now to, and then, you yeah, know, have a special guest uh, as often as I can make it happen. Yeah, I'm excited. It, sh- it should be good fun. Better um, than Tim. We have, we do have a new patron <laughs> as well. Um, two new patrons. Lots of them. Three. Three now? Yeah. Well, well, one. Two, oh, I yeah, see. One two of, of these the are the same. same. Sorry, sorry. So we have one, um, and 
long time, long time listener, a uh, person who's written in a lot, has decided to uh, register himself as a patient patron as the beneficent ghost of Zach Lee's. Yeah, the ghost of Zach Lee's now supports us. This is great. <laughs> um, so cheers. Uh, anyone who didn't know Zach Lee's guy was an absolute fucking legend. And then we have a new person just today. Troy. Troy, yeah. Yeah, so that's good fun. Is that is that someone you were telling me earlier before the show that you had some some dojo folks that were starting to listen to the show? Oh yeah, yeah. No, was, uh, they No thanks to Andrew Douglas. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't for share it, but not sharing our episodes. <laughs> Just to be fair, this did not happen on Dojo Time. This guy uh, we hey, have a Dojo Happy Hour too. Do you have any idea how how more click how much more clickbaity it would have been if I titled that episode SpongeBob is a cum rag? <laughs> but I didn't. Out of respect for Andrew Douglas. Really? Respect? Yeah. What, what did you title it? Because I haven't even looked at uh, it. <laughs> what do you call a lesbian dinosaur? <laughs> eh, it's a little better. What's the punchline? Uh, that was Glenn's joke, and it was a lick a <laughs> I don't remember that at all, but that's great. <laughs> hey, you blacked out. <laughs> Good joke. Uh, I'm happy, glad Pride, we, happy Pride Month, everyone. For the record, I'm glad we do these shows, because I go back and listen, and I'm like, oh, that's what happened with my life for that hour. Well, it's always interesting because, um, you know, I feel like lately, especially uh, because I've had nothing better to do, I've been I've been doing like, you know, the odd edit here and there. And it's always interesting when I'm when I come to a show and I actually know what happened last episode and you don't because I did the edit. <laughs> That's usually how I find out how, what happened is the edit. So, yeah. Uh, cheers. Cheers to our new patrons. Um, hope to see you both at the happy hour. Yeah. Come tomorrow. on in, man. It'd be good fun. Or woman, whatever. <laughs> We're all inclusive here. Um, I want to. I want to skip. I want to reorder some stuff here. Uh, so we recently appeared on a podcast. We did as guests. We are podcast whores officially. Officially, yeah. Um, we were on the Scale Down podcast. The host of that is uh, Brad Green of mm-hmm. Seven Nations and just general bagpiping fame. Yep. And his lovely wife. Mm-hmm. Um, soon to be wife. Soon to be wife. Eh, fuck it. Might as well. Whatever. Yeah, close yeah, close <laughs> it's all the same. I count it. <laughs> uh, you gotta keep in mind I'm a heathen. Uh, once you once you commit to getting married, you're fucking married. And a piece of paper doesn't make a difference. Um, but yeah, it was it was interesting. I listened back to it, and like after I listened to it, I was like, man, I can already tell they cut out a lot of shit. <laughs> can you? I've only got like halfway through so far, so uh, and I have no very little recollection of what what happened. Not because I was drinking, just because it was a blur, and I really it's, yeah. I, I don't know. So check it out. Check out the Scale Down podcast. You can listen to me and Andy not in Chanarant mode. Uh, well, sort of Chanarant-y, but... Minor. Very minor. Hey, the, <laughs> the, th- the thing that brings me joy is it was a good episode. Um, their podcast is mostly about like creative people and relationships. Our relationship being, you know, that we've been creative partners for a very long time. Right. And uh, yeah, it, I was just really, really, really satisfied to give Brad an impossible edit. <laughs> I heard he was really annoyed and stressed out like for like two weeks trying to edit that nonsense together. <laughs> like, as I remember, we we did it weeks ago. Yeah, it was one. Yeah, the, uh, I'm, like, I'm like, good luck editing this, motherfucker. <laughs> it's not as easy to drive the bus as everyone thinks. All right? You got to keep one hand on the wheel, one hand on your whiskey, baby arms. Yeah, and a third baby hand arm on holding cock. an apple on your, on your gun. Yeah. Um, but you need yeah. three hands for this shit. But yeah, so check it out. Uh, Scale Down Podcast. It's good fun. So... The spoon shirt. It's coming. It's coming someday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I don't. Tim, do you, do you, are you aware of this idea, the spoon shirt idea? I do. Yeah. What, what do you think? Is this a good idea? What was it? Yeah, it's perfectly. It's right <laughs> up your alley. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's right with your audience. It's so, gonna be. Here's a spoon. 
So Glenn asked that his face not be put on the shirt because he teaches children. <laughs> he teaches chil- children. And he's worried. But how will people know that it's Glenn and not just Doogie with glasses? Like, no, no, no. He, we can't put any face. All, we can put Doogie on it. Like I guess. all white guys with black hair and half a beard look the same, mm. especially in cartoon form. Well, yeah, that's true. I think we just put a cartoon face that generally. Sort of replicates what Glenn kind of looks let's like. Just, let's just swing for the fences. And we'll get away with it. Let's just swing for the fences and put Richard Parks on it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why not? He's a public figure. We can steal shit off. Off the. I mean, like, we're really, not really going to do about it. You know, like, hey, if if you know, Piping Press can steal a picture of Andrew Shilladay and <laughs> fucking Photoshop a mask on it and publish it. Why I'm can't sure I? Can get away with why you. can't I cartoonize Richard Parks and say, "Here's a spoon, so you can eat my ass on a T-shirt." <laughs> <laughs> I Just because he didn't say it. That's right. It's all the... Listen, all this shit is loose. I mean, anyway. Especially post-spoon. We make this stuff up as we go anyway. So, yeah, I say go for it. But, yeah, uh, no, no. So, it'll, it'll just be the Here's a Spoon shirt. Um, And then, you know, people in the know. Yeah, people will know who said it. I mean, <laughs> who, where he stole it from and all that. But, either way. So. Tim, tilt your camera down a little, for fuck's sake. There's, like... Now you're just ahead at the bottom of the screen. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, so... Uh, put me to sleep here. <laughs> we don't even have Doogie on to, to do that for you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so what's wait, wait not- did, you, did you guys hear him on the Big Rob show? Oh, yeah. I did not. Spend, he spent like half an hour trying to explain how a grace note is different from a flam. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. A half an hour? That was the one. That was the episode I listened to before we recorded with him. Yes, his he did that Rab was us. Rab was talking about his lessons with Shilladay and how uh, he was using you know the drums to explain how you know bagpipes work and he was saying grace notes are a little bit like a phlegm and then Doogie went on and on. <laughs> that was the yeah that was the one where uh, I listened to it I listened to it on my way to and on my way back from my tuberculosis test I have to take for my EMT class and. Being injected by a stranger with actual tuberculosis was more enjoyable than that interview. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't hear it. Which one was it? What was it called? It was the 178. Um, I don't don't know. You know, didn't have his name in it. I think I think it was called original title redacted. Big Rab (laughs) Show. Like Andrew wouldn't even let him put his name on that. (laughs) I'm sure they said nothing, nothing of any. uh, So tell me about number seven here, Sco. Oh shit, seven. Um, Oh, so finally, 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 Eric Evan House got his goddamn shirt, and he can shut up about it. I sent it out last week. He got it. Had he he been? Had he been whinging about? Oh well, I mean, to be fair, it's been like nine months since I promised it to him, almost a year. And I finally did he win the raffle, or was he just? I just he just bitched until we sent him a shirt. No, we I owed him a shirt. Oh, okay. Oh, right, that tune. tune. Yeah, right for that the tune. tune. Okay. And I just didn't fucking want to mail it because let me tell you, going to the goddamn post office these days nightmare. is a nightmare. Yeah. It sucks. That's why I hate going and it's annoying. So, anyway, I was like, all right, today is the day I get it done. And I got it done. And now I'm highly unmotivated to do anything else. Yeah, but you anyway, were... he got a shirt. He took a picture. <laughs> He's on his Facebook. Check him out. He looks like a creepy uh, serial killer with a Chenarant shirt. And it's great. Yeah, your average your average postal employee uh, is in especially in the United States for international listeners is very much as enthusiastic and hardworking as your average tenor drummer, which is <laughs> to say they just like it, it, it's they, like they, it, they look hot and that's it's it? it's goats, dude. Like it's like uh you know 
we used we used to call people goats and it was like, well, have you ever asked a goat to do something? And they just stare at you. And that's what it's like going to the post office. That's what it's like talking to drummers. It's like, hey, uh, guys, we're going to march over there and then over there and just look at you. Need a physical or verbal affirmation that you had that you fucking recorded what I said and it's in your brain and you know what I'm talking about right now. They're still processing. Give them a a moment. Just give me a fucking nod. (laughs) (laughs) Very true. Uh, yes. So anyway, Eric, uh, thank you. And now, thank God, we can. I can never hear about Eric shirt. And I also sent out the raffle winner shirt from last couple weeks ago. And we'll do that next month. I sent out the stickers. Uh, we got some, dude. We're do, we're killing we're on, it. We're on top of things. Killing what's on going on? Yeah. Hey, uh, hey. You know, write in, uh, become a patron, and uh, you get free shit. <laughs> S- suck on that up to the line podcast. Where's, where's my, my sticker? Yeah, where's the fucking sticker, bro? All those guys do is ask for shit. Apparently, one apparently for we're trying to raise money for on their the podcast. It's bullshit. So, are we raising money for their their microphone now? Oh god, no. <laughs> Did you see that? Yeah, I, yeah, that was weird. I you know, I, I keep They're a, not in the same room anyway, so what is the microphone going to Yeah, help? the microphone's not going to help. They need a decent internet yeah, <laughs> which which means they need to move out of the uk <laughs> yeah exactly uh hey good luck guys um yeah so anyway so uh so scope yes I, I got two more things on news and updates before we really get in i feel like the you know we gotta we gotta ping ping tim for the last one a month so we had a voicemail from rap you did you're telling me i do all right what we got rob from the big rob show yeah old cuddly poo bear can i just say by the way congratulations on your last few episodes you guys have really been killing it uh your last episode there especially with the guys for playing for sheets talked about everything else other than what they were on the podcast to talk about which was simply outstanding i was in hysterics (laughs) at the end of the episode simply brilliant uh so very enjoyable episode and please tell me you're getting them both on the podcast again you need to make that happen get both of those guys back as soon as possible also i need to raise just in a very quick voicemail to you guys to the six not towards you two but to everyone else listening to the podcast if you haven't listened to josh and andy's appearance on the scale down podcast yet Episode 11 features your two hosts, and um, let's just say we get a little peek behind the curtain with how these two operate. We get to hear who is exactly the co-host. Uh, I think, do we find out who the bitch is in the relationship, perhaps? <laughs> no, seriously, it's an incredible interview. I think you guys both came across very well on the podcast, and they did ask some quite personal questions about your love life very personal questions that i didn't think you guys would answer but you did after two or three whiskeys very entertaining very interesting actually and very brave as well i have to say so guys congratulations on outstanding episodes i'm very excited for more and if you aren't supporting these guys on patreon you're missing a trick please do that hashtag one of the six go and support this amazing podcast because they're really killing it all right, that's me. I'm out the door. Oh, and before I go, <clears throat> pipe and press sucks. Don't get me started on that bollocks. <laughs> Rab took a stand. What about it's Miss Elf Rab from the Big Rab Show. Yeah, old cuddly poo bear. Can I just say, by Oops, the way, sorry, yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean to loop. Dude, that's, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Rap took a stand. How great is that? Yeah, they do suck. Um, yeah, I'll give it that. Uh, so one of the things, one of the things I want to point out, and Rad, you know, 
I know you're listening, so so take a note on this one. When you have a guest on that you know is on just to shill their own stuff, you got to be like a like the cat that poops in the litter box but doesn't cover it up. It's a it's a sign of dominance that like oh no we're not talking about your thing. <laughs> Sorry, I'm glad you're here to talk about your uh, your play for sheets website, but you know just just wait for it. Wait till wait till the end. <laughs> Uh, it's funny that because he sent this in what two days I think it was yesterday or two days ago and he didn't hadn't heard the episode or must not have heard it by now and we had those guys back to surprise Doogie with a bunch of fucking stories and nonsense. Oh yeah, man, that was so much fun, <sighs> so great. Like he did not see it coming. We did not blow our load per se, if you if you know what I mean, uh, by you know letting the cat out of the bag, which was great. And those guys are awesome, and thanks for doing that. Cammy and Glenn, you know Doogie, yeah, whatever. He was shilling his wares, but the other two guys, yeah. Was it was gold. good fun. Gold. <laughs> was, it, dude, we had, we had a lot of fun if you haven't listened to that episode. Um, uh, so, okay. Now we can get to the meat and potatoes. We've got meat? We've got meat and we've got potatoes. Um, we have fucking Tim. Timmy boy. And I miss this man uh, more than I should miss uh, someone who is that much older than me and also, you know, more creepy than I am. I just want to say Tim. <laughs> Tim is tier one friend. Tier one friend. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, so Fusco. Well, actually, no, no, no. Tim, Fusco's talked enough. I've talked enough. How the fuck did you end up traveling with us last season? I was planning a trip to Vegas anyways, because I'm a compulsive gambler. Oh, well, now we understand. That makes sense. Oh, so it wasn't about us or the band or whatever. Okay, cool. No, no, no. Actually, no, I was seriously going down there for a solo competition. That was the first time that I competed with you guys. Uh, I wanted to go to the Vegas games because I was just back into um, competing in pipe bands and stuff. And so I was trying to get as much in there as possible. So there was a dead spot in in the. Much like my day life. Trying to get as much in there as I can. So yeah, went down, went down to solo compete. And by then I was kind of hooked on your podcast. So called you guys up and said, Hey, can I sit in? And Camille was there that time. That's true. That was an Aussie that came was, too. Yeah, we had two guests. That was really cool to meet her. Yeah. Well, I'm assuming Aussie only came once, but she came to town. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know with who. Timmy, wait, was there a story uh, here? But you no, know, no. Dude, it was, that was like, yeah, that was like the... You got me in trouble. <laughs> well, trust me, we got in trouble too. Like, that was like the Chanarant year where, like, we were hitting, oh. a, hitting a decent stride. We had people travel because they listened to the podcast to come play with the band that shall not be named. And then... Uh, <laughs> didn't end well for us oh. let's, let's just say let's just say uh, yeah let's just say that people were not very happy with band leadership i was called to hr a couple times over that yeah we uh well i wasn't called to hr because i was just running a game no I, I mean not literally but yes we were we were in trouble and that's all i'm gonna blame tim it's all tim's, it's tim's fault, fault. <laughs> was he, he was the one just, just bevin' you oh my god thanks no 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 not i don't mean over that i just in general uh because he showed up and was a fucking killer killer uh player on the corner both him and Cam- didn't I put you both on the corner, dude? They were both so good. Can't remember how insane Can't is remember. that? That I'm pretty sure I put you and her on the corners. I'm like, here's here's my memory. This of- should not be what's happening right now. <laughs> yeah, like like my memory of playing with Tim was because uh, I I think you know we talked before, but I, I think I met you for the first time when you came to Vegas. Pretty much. 
And like I I was like doing game shit, doing game shit. And I was so excited. I was like, holy shit, this is the first time where all my volunteers are running this thing and they're doing their jobs and everything's going good. I can change my clothes and play with my band at my own event, which is just fucking got me six to midnight. You know what I mean? And so I, I like run across the field. I think it was like 30 minutes to go or maybe like 45 minutes to go when I got there. So it was like warm up time, tune up time. Mm-hmm. And like everyone's like we're tuning people like we're playing through the sets, uh, playing through the the medley. And like I remember Tim pulled me aside. and He's like, hey, hey, I'm doing this like last part of the real wrong. The first real, not the second real. I'm doing the last part wrong. Mm-hmm. Can you play it with me real quick? And I was like, yeah. And so we like, we snuck away and like played it real quick. And he's like, oh, like this? And he's like, just perfect. I was like, yes, exactly like that. And he's like, okay, cool. <laughs> that was it. That was the fucking, that was the, the entirety of like Tim, like locking into the medley changes. Cause it was, it was a break change. And he's like, oh, is the break like this? And I was like, no, no, it's like this. And he's like, oh, so like this? And it was perfect. I was like, yes. <laughs> and I, I was just like who the fuck is this guy <laughs> uh, you know we are the destination pipe band yeah, as Jack Lee yeah. likes to say I was, I was like I was like, who the fuck is this guy he just fucking nailed it and I was like oh yes get, get in the, we're That's, going we're hey, going now so Tim front row and that was like, corner hmm, corner that was go. like that was like probably <laughs> like he made that fix probably six minutes before we went on right I remember this <laughs> <laughs> You gotta love musicians like that that can just adjust and like, like all right, I got it. Oh, is it this? No, is it this? Yes. Okay, and they just do that. Like, <laughs> yeah, that was great. It was good times though. We had a, we had fun. We got drunk. Uh, we I don't know what else. I was blacked out, so I don't know what else. I'm about to say you blacked out that day. The first day or you the got your day? you got your shit stolen. You got your uh, that's right. That was the second day. That, that was the second day. Yeah, that was the second day where Fusco really. There was some out. great footage in there too. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. I oh, know. I'm sure it'll surface eventually. <laughs> it'll show up. <laughs> that, all, we don't even want our shit back. I just want that fucking little disc that stored well, it was, all our It was stuff. all audio, yeah. Cause that no, was, it was all audio. Yeah, there was no video package stolen, but the audio package uh, gets stolen. That was on me, by the way. Yeah, we we, we got we actually got Kevin uh, Conquest. So, yeah. First, Nations, first and last time. That was the first time I ever talked to Bethia on the air, was that, was yeah. that thing? Yeah. And all yeah, that. Was, gone. Yeah. Gone. Oh well, what are you gonna do? Yeah, it so, happens. but then Tim also went to another event with us. Yes, so like we two, tra- months later, two months later. What was the was what was the SoCal? Was it San Diego or San Costa? Diego, San Diego. It was it was San Diego. Yeah, we never went to Costa. We haven't been there in years because they're invite only. They're very important. Uh, so we went to San Diego. Cool. cool. <laughs> yeah, great. Whatever. Uh, so and then Tim came back. He flew down again. That's right. This is when Seattle Airport was still a part of the United States and (laughs) had not seceded. (laughs) Had not not seceded from the Union. I didn't have to get a visa. (laughs) (laughs) And he came down again for San Diego. And that was probably the first time we recorded him on the show. But uh, yeah, because like uh, I remember I remember we were going to go to San Diego and we're like, I'm like, this is fucking this is a little pricey, pricey poo. And then it was uh, like, oh, Tim's going to come down, too, and split the fucking Airbnb with us. And I was like, oh, thank God. (laughs) (laughs) Cheap, cheap fucks that we are. (laughs) Well, cheap or broke, there's a difference. Hey, he got the he got the primo spot. He got the big bed, but he did show up first. Yeah. The rule is, hey, if you're if you're a cheap bastard and you're splitting an Airbnb with like four of your friends. The first person to show up, or the first choice, right? They get pick. They, they get pick of the bed. That's how it works. 
How did I end up in the goddamn twin size top of the bunk bed? You picked top bunk. Well, I like top bunk. That is fun though. It didn't. <laughs> are we going? Are no, we going no, into no, that? No, no. We don't. We don't need to go into that. Again. Let's just <laughs> leave that alone. We talked. We, we talked. We about told that story. story. Yeah. We don't need to go into it again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the, we talked about the fucking the war crimes that I had to listen to <laughs> in the bottom bunk. <laughs> we don't need to go into that. Let's just leave that alone. Uh, but Tim, like that, you came out again for San Diego. What was that experience like? Did you have fun with us, or, or was that a? Uh, that was yeah, that was fun, fun too. And staying with you guys at the B and B, that was great. I remember uh, San Diego. I didn't didn't do as well with you guys. Well, nobody I did. Mars like out of sync. It was horrible. That wasn't quite as good of a performance. I don't think. No, we were way tighter in best. Vegas, but we were pushing hard for Vegas, and then yeah, all of a Vegas. sudden, nobody, like our entire band, stopped practicing for like two months, and none of them knew what the fuck was. Well, going and on. like uh, maintenance was bad. Everything was. It was fucking maintenance was bad in rough. San Diego. Like everything was just moving wildly. Like it was. It was not a good showing. Like I remember. I remember like just stepping in in Vegas and being like, "Can you get me real quick? Okay, cool." And then we just nailed it. And then like going to San Diego and. That was like an hour of fucking tuning and setting up, and like, what the f- what the fuck is this? Why is why is everything falling apart? What is going on right now? I I would say it's that was one of the angrier prep, prep was, and setup or maintenance and people like being prepared, like people just like, hey, Vegas is over. I don't need to care anymore. Yeah, and they stop practicing. That was. That was one of the angrier pipe major moments I've seen from you. Did because I lose my shit? I don't remember. You didn't lose your shit on anybody, but I could just tell. Oh. I could just tell like when you were going around trying to like tune and try to like sort people's shit out and it was just a fucking cluster. Like I I don't I don't have enough time to sort <laughs> I can't practice for you. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, hey, what are you gonna do? Whatever. Well, and that was a that was also the thing where Tim, you had the wrong size kilt. Remember that was a whole fucking thing <laughs> yes, too. God damn me. it, that's what pissed me <laughs> off was that whole kilt thing. That's what it was. The kilt thing was a nightmare. Yeah, it's like they sent the wrong kilt. I'm like, of course, of and course. it wasn't. It wasn't like a little wrong. No, it, it was, was way wrong, majorly wrong. I think it, I think it would have fit around one of my legs, maybe. Yeah, like, <laughs> like we got we got nothing else. Like all our, of a sudden, we have a we have a piper that like flew in to play with us and he's playing in a fucking mini kill yeah it's like <laughs> how do you fuck this up he just played with us two months ago send the same fucking same kill. fucking thing right yeah <laughs> dude this is why that was a rough time we can't dig out of our own hole we've got people that can't get the job done yeah it happens but it was good sesh oh we had a great time i mean tim was i felt bad for tim because it's like there's nothing worse than wearing a kilt that's wrong size and it's well like he had his own he had his own for solos yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, you just look like a fucking tool when your kilt doesn't fit right, you know? And yeah. it's like, God damn it. Now well, we all look like tools because Tim's a tool. Or, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's one of those things where it's like, you know, the one of the things I preach constantly when I'm doing lessons with uh, members and students is, like, just remove things that you have to think about, right? Like, you know, don't play with the metronome because then you don't have to you don't have to think about your foot. Play, you know, like memorize your music because you don't have to worry about reading music. Like just start to kind of cut things away from stuff you have to focus on as much as you can make it just muscle memory, the better mm-hmm. uniform issues. Like if you have a if you have a uniform issue and you're self-conscious about it or you're freaked or, or it's fucking with your head, like that's an immediate thing that'll get you. Like Absolutely. The, the reason and this is a thing that I would tell people who are members when they had like proper fitting uniforms, not even the thing that would wrap around Tim's leg. Like I'm so angry about that. It, yeah, <laughs> I was you, so were, angry. you were you were pissed and you were rightfully pissed in my opinion. But it's like uh, it's one of those things where I'm like, dude, like the reason I tell people like 
just as soon as you take your fucking uniform off, right? You get home from a gig, you take your uniform off. Clean it, press it, hang it. And that's ready to go when you go it, to the next thing. It's just not a thing you have to worry about then. Yeah. Like, all you got to do is remove worry from the situation. Like, what happens if you get a call, and I've had this happen to me before, it's like, hey, can you cover a funeral at four? And I'm, like, trying to duck out of work early and head home and, like, grab grab my kit, and my kit's all wadded up in the fucking corner. <laughs> like, just... just well, hold on. Hold make, on. Sure, make sure your shit's ready to rock. It's one, one less thing for you to worry about. You should only be worried about music. You should not be worried about whether or not your shirt's wrinkly. Well, hold on. Maybe maybe it's just occurring to me now, but maybe we misassigned blame. Maybe Tim gained 275 pounds from <laughs> April to June. Yeah. Maybe that's what happened. In, in, in maybe 60 it was days. Tim's fault. He gained 200 pounds in 60 days, and it's his fault. I don't know, man. He looked he looked the same to me. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know. This is a week. Like, you can't get out of your own you fucking saying, way, like, man. Do you want to just try it? See if it'll work. I'm holding it up. It's like... You know, it's going like this big, this big, like one foot across. Dude, I was so in denial. Dude, try it. Just, I was just so in denial. I still <laughs> like, I remember, I remember. Like, us, there's no way he <laughs> fucked this up. I remember us being like in the fucking Airbnb and I was like brainstorm. I'm sitting there. I'm like, do I have paracord in my trunk? Like, can I, how like, are we going to make this work? I was, like, can I, I was like, can I just like web this thing up and then put a vest over it and we'll call it Pull a all day? The plates like, <laughs> We had Susan, whatever her name is, Ross or Rose, whatever her name is, who does kilts. The, yeah, that was like, the whole thing. With I'm, the, I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there. She I'm could just, have fixed it, maybe. I'm sitting there. I'm just like, what the fuck? I'm like, I'm like okay. I then we started my, trying to trade kilts. I'm like, well, wear mine, and maybe I can fit into this one. <laughs> Nothing worked. I couldn't fit. I couldn't fit into it. No, it was ridiculous. It was, it was yeah, like a kid's tiny. <laughs> like what the? Fuck? So this is so. You know the whole theory of like it's either malevolent or incompetent or whatever. This like, was definitely incompetence. I'm like, this how do you not, fuck this up this bad that it almost seems like it was malevolent? No, this this definitely struck me as uh, incompetence, not malevolence. Oh, it's so frustrating. You got to keep in mind though, man. Like <laughs> I remember, I remember driving all the way to fucking Flagstaff for a games when I first moved back and forgot my kilt. Do you remember that one? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I get there, I'm unpacking, and I'm like. You know how you always forget one thing when you're packing? I, I remember this very well. I was like, I just remember, I just realized the one thing I forgot. Like, my whole shirt, everything's hanging there. I'm like, there's no fucking guilt in this bag. <laughs> if you can see the look on my face when he tells me this, I'm like. <laughs> yeah, they all can. They can see the fucking look on your face. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> I, showed up to a, I showed up to a gig once, all dressed up, all ready to go, and no bagpipes. <laughs> 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 And it was a, I, I used to live on, on an island, so I had to take a ferry. It was like a two-hour drive north after the ferry. So I spent probably three hours getting to this gig. Oh, God. And no bagpipes. <laughs> <laughs> was this a solo gig or a band thing? It was a solo gig. Oh my I, God. It was a time I used to uh, play so much that I would just keep my pipes in the car all the time. You just forgot and that the, your pipes were in And this one time, I didn't didn't have my pipes in the car. I was like, you know, I play, I made a living playing pipes and... So my pipes were always ready to go for some gig or whatever. And this was one time when I had taken them out the night before for something else and they weren't there. Also, I feel like I've earned a de- – like, don't me wrong. I spent this karma, but I earned a decent amount of karma in the early days of my piping career covering for an Andy Fuko who either 
got drunk and slept in his car in a parking garage or was at some random's house and had no idea where he was. <laughs> pre, it happened like twice. Gig. And now I'm living living the nightmare of this recollection forever. Like, like the amount of times I had to cover for your ass when I was, I was like, he's not answering his phone. I, for and then, band gig, though. And the, yeah, band yeah. gigs. And, and it was like, uh, okay, guys, uh, no worries. Andy's just running a little late. We're going to quickly tune and we're going to start without him. <laughs> <laughs> there was one parade, one St. Patrick's Day parade. There was, where, uh, there was a parade. Oh. There was a parade. There was that one wedding. Gigs. There's that one weddings. Wedding. There's been all kinds of shit, dude. Where they wanted four of us, and I was at. Yeah, I remember that well. Like I still remember. Like <laughs> I like, called Graham up that day. Yeah, I was like, like, dude, I'm I, in North Las Vegas near the fucking Air Force Base. I don't have my car. I'm. There's a woman next to me. I have no idea who she is. I have no idea how I'm going to get there. <laughs> He's like, I've no, I've no, none of my gear. Like he threatened my life. I remember this very clearly. He's like, you better fucking get here. I'm like. I will show up like at on time. So I called my roommate at time. He came up and got me. No, no, no. This is what happened. I called my roommate. I told him, go get, go in my closet and get all my shit. <laughs> and I will meet you at the thing, which was at, um, not Treasure Island. Uh, the, the thing that looks like a castle. What's that called? Excalibur. Uh, Excalibur. That was where the wedding was. That was, meet I was there. there for that one. You yeah. were there for that. I met him in the parking lot. He had all my shit. This girl brought me to this place. <laughs> And I changed the parking lot. I ran in. I made it just in time. I'm like, hey guys, you know, you want to, you like want a bag of hammered assholes. <laughs> you want to gamble with the devil. This is what you get. <laughs> oh, hey, this is why. This is why I'm getting fucked these days. This is why I say, when you get home, take your kit off, clean it, <laughs> press it because it was ready. That's why clean I clean it. Get a garment. Get a good garment bag. Good garment bag, absolutely. Clean it, press it, hang it in the garment bag. Make sure that if you had to just like run in, grab your case and one thing and go to a gig, you can. Because <laughs> you never know what life's going to throw at you. No, you never know. Let me tell you. I am well prepared for anything because so I've seen everything. So I'm curious though, Tim, when's the last time you woke up at a random's house? <laughs> no, I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you didn't consider it to be a random's house when you woke up in San Diego? That was pretty random. <laughs> to the sound of a Fusco turtle humping a shoe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Was that me or? Uh, I think it was you. Can I can I tell your story of that night? Oh, absolutely. If you'd like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, was it me listening to my earbuds with <laughs> trying to drown out the sound? Trying of- to drown out the sound of you repeatedly banging. <laughs> we don't need to talk about that. It was a long time ago. I'm much more mature now. Tim, wouldn't you agree I'm much more mature? Much more. Much yeah. more mature. So, yes. Tim, what was your main takeaway from a weekend uh, traveling with the Chan Ramp boys? Never again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what's interesting is, and I actually ran into Tim back in, what was it, Winter Storm. Yeah. And um, I remember we, ha- I hadn't, and you probably hadn't either, heard from him in forever. Like, ever, probably since the summer. I don't remember exactly. Oh, was he giving us cold shoulder? I didn't know, and I thought he was. So I was like, "Man, Tim, I, you I was, cunt!" I wrote giving to, us the cold shoulder. No, I wrote to I wrote to him on Facebook. He didn't respond. I was like, "Hey, man, just how's things going?" Because he was going to come out for the concert. That's yeah, yeah. And I just fucking radio silence. I'm like, "Shit, I wonder if we pissed him off, right?" So then I run into him at Winter Storm. I'm like, 
oh fuck I gotta go talk to him like find out what we did because there's very often it's like oh shit what did I do <laughs> what do we do <laughs> what do we do to, to poor Tim so I was trying to like run into Tim and Stephen McWhorter and, and try to make amends and so I ran into Tim like hey man uh, did we upset you like w- did something happen like you just disappeared and what happened I feel to bad him? about that what happened to him <laughs> no I was just busy I had work stuff going on you know I have a business um, that I run so it was just pretty stressful time going through some changes and it was taking over my life so yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, we understand nothing personal josh is going through that right now nothing personal (laughs) i still love you guys yeah i'm going through that i'm going through that right now except without the uh having a business without making a living Ah, uh, (laughs) (laughs) that's fair that's fair so no so uh, so i I guess it ended up being a happy story because tim does not hate us which is good nope yeah, and, to, and to I put, honestly thought he did. I to put like, a fuck. to put a button on the uh, the Tim traveling with Chenrant story. Uh, apparently, there's video evidence. Mm-hmm. Did we play this on the show already? You'd have to ask Ozzy Broad. I have no idea. I barely make it here, let alone remember. Well, you make it here precisely on time. Then you wait for four minutes before you come Dude, up. Dude, I was here two minutes early. Fuck you. I saw somebody open the door. I was me, I because it was two minutes late, and I was like, "Oh, he just it wasn't waiting. two minutes late. He's just he's just waiting in his car." It's a power play. It's I like, know, listen, man, I might be here early, but I'm not. Why do you think? Why do you think I pad the start of the episode? It's not a power play anymore. <laughs> I planned for it, dude. I've been great lately. I'm Batman in this motherfucker. So we have video. Tim took video. Yes, of and, something that happened, and it's tragic. It's horrible. Um, it's this awful. was us. This was us doing karaoke, uh, and because there were some, there were some ladies. That we were with us. with us. This is true. There mm-hmm. were ladies with us at the time that we were trying to woo. I don't know what we were thinking when we used this as wooing material. Uh, well, the floor can only get so wet. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, if you could see, go out and watch this video, we'll put it in the link. Uh, we'll put it in the show notes. <laughs> Tim, your YouTube channel is about to be famous. <laughs> yeah, and it's going to be like, look at the floor. It's just whoosh. Sheen. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't step on it. Might slip. It's like MLK when she goes out for hamburgers. <laughs> oh, for fuck. I don't know. I don't even know what that means, but. <laughs> <laughs> All right, send it. Oh, this is us doing it, isn't it? Wait, cut it before we get copyright infringement. Hold on. Oh, it was karaoke. We're okay, yeah. right? <laughs> Dude, that was a fucking night. That was a night. Remember we the were... guy in the fucking like outfit? He was I can in... see it. He's in this video. He's a, I think he's in the video. He's yeah. in the video. Like, yeah. This part I picked dude, up. Dude had like the entire fucking uh, like he had a Def 80s Leopard rock Def yeah. Leopard outfit. Oh, like we used to do right. when we went out. We remember it we used was, to do this? Yeah, man. It was like the shittiest fucking bar. And we just picked it. We're like, okay, this one looks horrible. They had karaoke. No, I think we picked it because they had, had karaoke. karaoke yeah. man. It was good and fun. it was a shithole, right? It was awful. It was a Pretty great, much. great shithole. <laughs> we loved it. The perfect dive bar. Oh, it was great. Because that's what we do when we travel. We find dive bars. <laughs> we do. We are, we, are, we are dive bar locating devices. So, Tim. You know what was the best part of that trip for me, though? What's that, man? That, 
that Indian food. Oh, that, we that was so good. Oh, I want to go God. back there. Dude, oh it was God. that was good food. Not only was the food delicious, I loved how like the fucking fourteen year old uh server was just <laughs> giving giving us shit. She oh, was yeah. just dishing it right back up. She was she was fucking just he was like <laughs> I don't know, what the fuck do you want? Like, come on. <laughs> Dude, that was so funny, right? Cause who was she giving shit to? I'm trying to forget. Uh me, she's giving shit to me. She's giving shit to you. She's giving shit to Bishi. Like, really? it was, yeah, dude. It was like, like, well, I just remember like, it happening, but I don't remember. I want to, like, do you have anything without Be- meat in it? And she's oh. like, she's like, yeah, it's in the fucking vegetarian menu. Yeah, she's like, there's a vegetarian. <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. She was very patronizing. It was great. She, yeah. But she was being very funny. It was great. Yeah, so I was like, well, I'll get a beer. And she's like, probably more than one asshole. I'm like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> your tip just went up. Like, <laughs> yeah, she was great. Seriously. Dude, that was amazing. And then, like, like the more, trust me, the more, the more of this, more you shit talk us, the higher your tip goes. Like, I, I love this. This is where I discovered that Alex has no taste buds. Dude, she, she got had the, the spiciest shit you've ever Seriously. heard. She had the spiciest she's fucking like, shit. She's like, I, yeah. can, I can. This is nothing. Yeah, like no, I wanted yeah. to die. Just like I was across the table and it's I like could, it made me cry <laughs> just smelling it. Yeah, dude, <laughs> that can, place was yeah. awesome. Yeah, that, that that was some spicy fucking shit. <laughs> and it was fucking good though. It was oh, it's so, so good. good. Yeah. And it was just really like, it was like in a strip wall. It was like a tiny little. It was like yeah. And Such like we all we all wall. walk in post games in our gear and there's like oh, these and... fucking assholes. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good time. So if we ever go back We're to the like, table for eight, please. <laughs> We're going there. Oh, oh fuck yeah, dude. That place was amazing. That was great. That kid'll be able to drive us home. <laughs> By now. <laughs> yeah. She's an adult now. Hmm. No. No? Uh no. <laughs> Half plus seven. Uh, right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Do the math. So, Tim, uh, the reason, one of the reasons, many reasons we had you on the show, uh, not just because we enjoy your sparkling face from a very much upward angle, but also, <laughs> also because uh, y'all have been doing some pretty cool Brady Bunch calls. Uh, tell us what what made y'all want to do some pipe band shit and post during COVID. It. Yeah, how did this all come yeah. about? Well, we, um, just like everybody, we were kind of scrambling, like, what are we going to do? Um, so we set up Zoom Zoom practices, like probably a lot of people are doing. Um, but, you know, you can't really practice like that. So uh, it's it's turned in for us. It's turned in more to, uh, like, uh, lectures from our, from our teacher, um, Yori Chisholm, who's kind of the mentor for the band. Um, so he's been giving lectures on different topics every week, which is pretty cool. You're uh, um, okay, but we but, got Jack uh, Lee. I'm not. I'm not dropping names <laughs> or nothing. But <laughs> well, I have, a, I have a question. Is that so? So is he? Is he like a local person, or does he live there? I know he's he not is. local, but is he? Yeah, he lives, he lives in, in Shoreline, which is not far. Interesting. Yeah, he's in the area. Formerly uh, of SFU, and very, so very good player. Very. Yeah. I'm very interested in like the idea of like band mentors because it's like. You know, does he is he a band member or just he just chimes in? Just a mentor. Yeah, no, he doesn't play with us. He's uh, like what Jack Lee is. Very high level. Also, player. if there's any uh, grade four, grade five pipe bands out there that are looking for a mentor, I'm available and I'm incredibly mean. <laughs> and he's also very drunk. I will. I will just. I will just tell you to go fuck yourself until you're good, and then get drunk on your dime. <laughs> 
It's a brilliant gig. You can you. you can Skype me, and I'll just be like, uh, "You suck," <laughs> and here's why. Learn how to play, <laughs> and then call me back. <laughs> I want you. I want you to take all the kitchen knives out of your drawer. Now go throw them into a piece of plywood until they all stick. Now come back in. Now rehemp your pipes. Now do seventeen push-ups. <laughs> now play. Uh, I'm like, why? I'm like, yours is not to question why. <laughs> yours is wax to, on, wax on, yours motherfucker. Yours is to obey. Exactly. <laughs> so how long has Yuri been working with your band? <coughs> uh, he's been with the band for a long time. Um, well before I came with came on, I, I would say probably 10 years or so. Oh, look at that. Uh, That's a gig Yeah, right he's there. a fixture. And he's, yeah, <laughs> it is kind of. Uh, so, yeah, but he's a permanent fixture i mean he's there every week and he's there to help us uh, tune up and also a big, big fan of atherton pipes yori chisholm as are you yes, tim? He is. as are you tim yep 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 he's the one that turned me on to him oh fantastic yeah they are awesome yep i got some cracks in my drone so that's a oh depressing. no yeah. it happened to me once it hasn't happened in a long time but so do you have any Did you idea? get them fixed oh yeah no i yeah dave fixed it for me he made me a new one and i had to pay for it so, yeah, right. so I fixed it for you. <laughs> oh no, no! Well, no, I sent it back to him, and he. Well, no, no, no. Okay, so he made me a new one. <laughs> then I sent him the other piece. He put the sil- He moved the silver. Blah blah. It's a whole thing. It's like it's like a. It's no, like, I had yeah, to pay you for know, it. Uh, no, listen, like my trans my transmission was out on my truck, so uh, I bought a new truck. <laughs> no, it's, well, it was one piece, but it cost me. A, it was, it's not cheap. So he's like, uh, hey. I said, hey, this cracked. He's like, all right, it'll be this much. I'm like, all right, do it. Because I don't give a fuck. Just get it done. Well, and Atherton's are nice pipes, man. Yeah, but it was my fault. I did it match out. Did it match the original set? Like, had, oh, they, had they changed anything? Or No, no, no. He, he's like, all right. Watch. Oh, he's got get, this whole thing catalog. We should get Dave on as well. Oh, we absolutely should. He would never come on, but we would do it. But he's got this whole <laughs> shit catalog. He knows exactly your pipes. He knows exactly what he did. He knows what's going on. Um, like it's remarkable. This guy is that's, remarkable. That's a guy who has serial killed someone at some point. Oh, it's very possible. Like that that it's attention, that <laughs> attention to detail. If you have that attention to detail, which I know he does, it's remarkable. You were either a CSI or a serial killer. It's like, one or the other. He can tell you your the history of your pipes if they were made through him or through Chrome. He's like the fucking oh uh uh court. You don't have to say this out loud. Who's the person in Harry Potter that selects the wands? In Diagon Alley. Look it up and shout it. I don't know his name, but I've heard of the... Such but, like, that would be... Like, that is how I picture uh, Dave in my mind. Like, very, he's very he's much. the person where it's like, you come to him 20 years later, and he's like, oh, yes, you had a 2011 That's Blackwood. That's exactly <laughs> correct. That is absolutely 100% correct. <laughs> what did you say, Tim? He's, oh, I don't know if you ever met him or talked to him, but absolutely correct. I haven't met him, no. I just yeah. shout it. I don't think he's making pipes anymore. What's that? Ollivander. So, he, but he goes through phases of but making that's, pipes. That's yeah. like Dave, dude. Like he, he's just like, oh, you had, uh, oh, the blowpipe that cracked. Let's see, that was a uh, two thousand and nine. Well, it like was you, in November. Okay, twenty thirteen. These are twenty thirteen premieres. Okay, I will make that. It'll be this much. Send me back this so I can move the silver. Blah blah blah. It was like a whole thing. Anyway, neither here nor there. That's fucking Tim, awesome. I feel bad though. for you. Have you contacted him about like getting it changed? Mm-hmm. No, I said, well, the thing is, I'm always playing them. So, like, how am I supposed to live without my tenor drone for? He'll make it w- you know. regardless. I mean, yeah. it'll cost you. You don't, money, you don't send it back. Yeah. yeah. So here's I the thing, though. Yeah, I didn't know. The worst part should, of this happening, Tim, I guarantee, I promise you, this is the worst part. Is like, 
oh fuck, I got to email Dave and, and told him I broke his fucking like this guy yeah. is out in a crazy perfectionist. He's like an artist, right? And I'm like, I I broke I, I had a crack in one of my uh, drums, like the, the right tops above the stock. Or the, no, 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 the, above the stock. A, it was between the top okay. and the stock. I'm like, fuck, I gotta, I can't believe I gotta contact Dave and say, um, and I was like, I, super, I broke your I was instrument, super mousy. I'm like, hey man, like, um, I'm really sorry, but I. I brought your pipes out in the cold and I shouldn't have and uh, <laughs> or whatever it was and they cracked and, and the so uh, like hey I would just uh, you know whatever it takes I just need to get this replaced and it was like great blah 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 this much blah 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 it'll be done by this time blah 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 and of course it all depends on if it works out but anyway this is long we're way off topic but here but they're <laughs> fucking fantastic I feel bad. It sucks when they break because it's out there because they're outstanding. Yeah. Great set of pipes. Well, I didn't I, even know you had I, replaced a part once when I like six months after I first bought yeah, it. Yeah, couldn't even tell. Yeah. That's it was about the same for me too, and it was because I didn't oil them and I read the instructions. Oh, he's got all these detailed instructions about how you're supposed to oil them all. Insanely detailed. And I was like, oh, I don't need to do that. <laughs> oh, you son of a bitch! So <laughs> I, so I have not as nice pipes. Obviously, you've you've seen and played mine. Unfortunately, yeah. Um, Jesus Christ! Uh, I have a different view, and the view that I take towards my bagpipes is very similar to the view I take towards my guitars, my cameras, like anything that's a tool for me. Like in my in my mind, I'm a musician. Bagpipes are a tool I use to make music. Guitars are a tool I use to make music. Cameras are a tool I use to make videos and photos. Computers are, you know, I don't get very attached to the tools. Like if like if you know, I cracked like I remember I cracked a I cracked a blow uh, the stock on my blowpipe and replaced it with something that didn't fit that I could get cheap off Pulaski that was like Polypenco because it would work, you know, like, and it's all about, for me, it's always been about like the the thing's got to work. It's got to function. And if it can function at a level, it's pretty high. I'll take it. Like, that's not a problem. It, I could have mitch, mismatched everything. Mismatched drones, mismatched fucking reeds, doesn't matter. As long as it sounds good and it fucking performs. Mm, sounds it's, good and performs are two different things. It's it's a it's a tool to me. I can't wait to the to this contest because oh it's, it's gonna be great. It's all gonna be, it's yeah, gonna we'll be very about, obvious. Now that now that you've been <laughs> now that you've been read back in on Fight Night, yes, it, it'll be fun. But uh, yeah, like for me, it's always like just it's got to get the job done, right? Like I've That's never true. worried. I've never worried about breaking a camera because a camera is a tool, and as long as you get the shot. You know, if you break the fucking camera, you just get get another camera. There's not like an intrinsic personal value to the tool. Granted, I do have some instruments that do have that. Like you have a 2003 McCallum, so I understand your <laughs> your. But your I've thoughts got on this. you know I've got like I've got like uh, <laughs> I've got like guitars that were gifted to me that are very important to me because the people that gifted them to, gifted them to me they're also you know more resilient than bagpipes, but. I've got like my small pipes are important to me because I always wanted small pipes and I finally bought them. But right. uh, yeah, it's it's just interesting. Like, and the parts of the tool don't matter as much as like what can it do. Mm, I I hear you. I I get the theory. Like, you're only as good as I also the, like Jack Lee made your pipe sound good, and so I get that. But then also, good tools make good work. So there's two different philosophies here. Uh, well, there's there's the philosophy of a poor craftsman blames his tools. 
Right. And then there's a philosophy of good tools make good work. Jesus Christ, you're shitting your pants on air. That's what I do. <laughs> Isn't that why I'm here? I'm the co-host who farts. That's my thing. That's true. I don't think I can find someone as, as gaseous. That's <laughs> my shtick. Exactly, Tim. But yeah, no. Uh, well, Tim, I'm interested in your opinion on this because you have, you have fancy pipes. Yeah. I think you have to treat them more than tools. I mean, it's an instrument. It's like an extension of yourself. Absolutely. And the more you play them, the more you put into them, the more they become a part of you. And so when something breaks, it's like something now, broke inside you. Now, the instrument doth not the player maketh for sure. But also, if you have a good instrument, it, it makes your life a little easier. It doesn't make you a fucking Stuart Little, but practice makes you Stuart Little. But well, so what you're quite saying honest, is actually that's not true either. <laughs> what you're saying is I don't have to buy a good instrument until I'm a good player. No, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, I'm saying a good instrument maketh. There, there's a lot to be said for a good tool. A better fucking drill makes your life easier, or whatever. I don't know. Fuck, pick any fucking analogy you want. Hey, I would argue this, but I would like you to finish first. I've seen this literally. Like, okay, I'm not a fucking genius player by any means, but when I got my Atherton's, I was like, fucking hell, mate. This is a whole different world. Like, easier yeah. to play, more efficient, uh, better sound, lock in betters, last stay stay in tune longer. So many things. It It didn't it didn't um, make me a better player because I still my fingers are my fingers regardless, right? But um, one the inspir- the other part of this too is like if you have a good tool you you want to do more, right? That was one of the big things Eric and I discovered because we got ours at the same time. Was like, man, I love playing these things. I want to play more. That I was miss, also a thing. I miss Pulaski dearly. Do you think we can get him on? Maybe he probably would. Yeah. Um, what do you think, Tim? Well, hold on. I'm, I'm curious, Tim. When you got yours, what did? It, how did it affect your? your well, and, and if you don't mind, if you don't mind uh, telling us, what did your Atherton's replace? Uh, I had a set of 1950s Lowry's, oh. so, and they were really good too. But they were seriously abused because I, I used to be a street performer, and I carried those things around all the time. And I had this uh, case that was literally held together by twine. <laughs> and a few times walking down the streets, my pipes just fell out on the sidewalk. <laughs> oh, you sound like Ryan. Oh, you sound like God. the God. That hurts my soul. Oh, yeah. Those things were really beat up. Uh, but they sounded beautiful anyway, so it didn't matter. Yeah, uh, but what I, what I can tell you is I used to have a set of Hardys like from Pakistan uh, that were like $500. You know, it was my starter set. And those things, no matter what you did to them, they would not stay in tune. They just sounded awful. So going from that to like a real set of pipes was like night and day. But I also feel like I was a better player for having struggled with those shitty pipes for so long. So, uh, see, yeah. <laughs> why do you say that? Why do you think you're a better player for struggling with pipes that were never in tune? Because I was constantly tuning them. So I would develop more of an ear for tuning and, and, a steady blowing because you're trying to fight an instrument that has so little tolerance for, you know, uh, variations in pressure. That's a thing. I mean, I think uh, one of the things that makes Atherton so in that way is that they have a higher tolerance for slight variations in pressure. Yeah, I agree with that too. They definitely do. 
That's interesting. Like they stay in tune, even if you're a shittier blower. Don't get me wrong. Essentially, slightly. If, if slightly. I ever to a certain to a real minor extent, yeah. If I ever had money again, I would buy Atherton's, but it's only because I think they sound great and they're made in America, which they are made in America. Is dope. That's true. Chicago, actually. America. This episode brought to you. <laughs> <laughs> how do we get? How do we get an Atherton sponsorship? I don't know. <laughs> he he doesn't care. Ideally, ideally, this guy like, is like the ultimate. Because I thought about he this. I thought about this a lot. Like you know, if I if I had the means, I thought you know, I'd, I'd love to have a set of Atherton's and I'd love to have a set of Polybanco pipes mm-hmm. that I could just beat the shit out of. I have both. Because I know you do. Because <laughs> you know, July Fourth Parade is my Polybanco pipe. Yeah. Other than that, I play the like. I, like <laughs> yeah, that's the thing for me. Is like I'd love to have a set I could beat the crap out of, and also a set that was like, okay, it's time to get fancy. Oh, they're fantastic. I absolutely love them. Don't regret it at all. It but was the, a lot of money. Very one of the, expensive. One of the things for me is, you know, uh, when it, when I use when I use the analogy of, you know, the, the bagpipe as a tool or a means to an end, you, you kind of you kind of illustrated what I was feeling very well when it's like, you know, give Zach Wilde a one hundred dollar guitar and he's gonna suck a shred. Great. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like it's in my opinion the reason that I haven't well <laughs> There's two reasons. The reasons I haven't changed my bagpipes. Reason number one, I'm too fucking poor. I can't afford it. Reason number two, I don't consider myself to be good enough to to like qualify the expense. Right? It's like okay, if I was if I was really really playing top of my game, and then I and the only if the only thing holding me back was my instrument. Then I'd be like, okay, I, I got to replace my instrument. But I don't think that's the case right now. Mm, I think I don't know if I agree, but I, I see where you're going. But well, you've listened to me fucking play. Like, I but think I don't think the instrument is the main thing holding me back. I think it's I think it's more no, about it's your motivation and attitude. yeah, it, it's more about the time I put into it. Yes, absolutely correct. And if you were more, and I wouldn't say it's like your ability; it's more your intent. Well, and it's it's prioritization. Correct. You know, like it's it's where where does this particular thing land in the laundry list of crises facing facing me right now? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just like it's like, well, you know, I, I like playing good music and I have good fun with it. I love going to band practice. I fucking miss band practice so much. But uh, but it's like, you know, on the laundry list of existential crisis, uh, this one's kind of low right now. So, just get to it when I get to it, I suppose. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, there's no need for it at this stage by any means. But it's... That I doesn't gotta, mean it's not fun. Yeah, <laughs> I, I gotta be more focused on buying that little four-legged creature food. Well, that's fair. No, that's true, too. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, we got way off topic here. The point was, Tim makes videos. <laughs> the point was, Atherton's <laughs> are dope, and Tim makes videos. Yeah, and we got off... Like, Yuri teaches his band, and what else? Yeah, so that that was we were talking about practice, but um, yeah, uh, one of the things our pipe major came up with, and it was something that I'd been thinking about for a while too, uh, was to do a video. Um, and we were before the, uh, you know, the lockdown or whatever the COVID stuff. We were working on this Lincoln Hilton suite that we were going to perform at uh, um, the Tacoma Tartan Ball. It's kind of a big deal. They get a couple hundred people there. It's a few bands come. The Clan Gordon. And uh, yeah, we were practicing that and 
Sorry, you, you, that come, you cut off thing. right after Clan Gordon, was it? Clan Gordon. Oh, okay. So Clan Gordon is the ones with the yellow flashes. Oh, <laughs> they came down to Vegas. I, think. I remember those guys. Yeah, I think you guys saw them. Oh, Anyways, yeah. but they host this Tacoma Tartan Ball every year, which is really well attended. And several bands from the area show up and do their little thing. And we were practicing this Lincoln Hilton suite for that. Uh, but of course, it got canceled. And, um, so, yeah, we came up with the idea to do this video. And Larry reached out to me because um, I've done some, you know, like graphical stuff for the band and different things. And he thought maybe I could pull this off. Well, I've never really done video work before, but I was like, sure, I'll do it. So I spent the weekend on YouTube learning how to use Premiere Pro. and YouTube uh, University, as it goes. To be able to figure it out. And uh, yeah, that's what we used. Um, I have Premiere because I do some website stuff and it's part of the package. Uh, I just needed Photoshop and Illustrator, but Premiere was there. And I'd never opened it. <laughs> but I was like, okay, I got the tools. <laughs> Let me figure out how to use them. Yeah, it's kind of how mine went too. I was like, I don't know how to do video edit, but I'm going to figure this out. I didn't use Premiere, but that's okay. But tell, take yeah. us back here. Like what, how did you organize this to make this happen? Like start from like. So yeah. So what it, what it is, we get, uh, um, we got Yori to record a guide track. So he plays it on the practice channel uh, and then uh, to a click, right? So there's a you hear the little click 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 and him playing on the practice channel, mm -hmm. and everybody gets that MP3 and they, you know, set it up on their phone or their laptop to play it and then they at the same time and they're listening to the guide track in their headphones while they play along, and uh, then they send me those videos so I get all those videos, I strip the audio out and I put them into an audio editor that I have that allows me to clean up the files and make them sound a little bit better mm -hmm. and uh, merge everything and mix it all kind of nice. And then uh, put the audio with the video. The way we went was pretty much it. Okay. So, <laughs> so you brought me on this show and uh, took like three minutes to explain it. No, that's no right. What. That's right. Uh, back to pussy. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. But it's interesting because you, you guys are making a video. Start with this. <laughs> you do that. Trust me, it'll help. No, but yeah. like, no, that's pretty cool, man. That's uh, but you guys seem to have, have. I mean, I've seen a lot of. Well, okay, people are getting better at it as COVID goes on and on and on and on and on. But like, you were one of the your band was one of the first ones that really fucking well and did really it, good did it good. It. Like, yeah, like like it was really tight so how did you advise your guys like all right put this in your ear and record yourself but like how did you like people fuck that shit up all the time i'm about to say i can't i can't get, I can get, get people to fucking audio? i can't get people to fucking put their earbuds in and listen to a metronome while they play on pipes and record it it's yeah. like so like like because there's a lot there, of people in your band that did this yeah there were uh yeah we had a pretty good participation and that's actually been really cool it's been a good way for us to practice and stay motivated and stuff. So that's definitely kept the band going. Um, but yeah, there were a couple of people that I had to send their, you know, send them back and say, Hey, can you, can you redo this and fix this about the video or, you know, play this differently or whatever. Um, and with my audio editing program, I can fix little timing stuff. Cause one of the biggest disadvantages that they have is that they can record themselves while listening to the 
they sound with the guide track. Do you know what I mean? Because when they play it back for themselves, all they hear is themselves, right? They don't hear the guide track. So right. they don't know when they send me these videos how well they were actually lining up. They can just, you know, it's just as you're playing, hopefully you feel like you were on it. Right. Right. Uh, so it's. You did, you did a lot more editing than I thought then because like the way I would have done it would have been like take your phone let's say and landscape format selfie uh and i guess people use their phone for a metronome but ideally you have a metronome that's not your phone plug your earbuds into your metronome and then just play because it's not going to matter as long as you're playing the metronome the camera's not going to hear it so you don't have to worry about that and then you could just sync up in post like just do like a you know, you can move that's what I did. Move to left or right. That's what we did. Yeah. That's and when I did our version of the dojo, that's what I did. I was like, I had to move shit around a little bit to kind of get to line up a little better because some people play in always in front of the beat. So oh, I just or, it back. oh yeah, but you know. and you but you couldn't hear the click, right? No, no, no. They all the clicks were yeah, in their ears. click in the ear. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. That's a good way to do and it. I, yeah. And I, when I did it the first time, I did it with like a Yori track, like he's talking about. I I recorded myself playing it, and they played along to it. The second time that we're working on one right now. And it's, I'm just telling, like, I recorded no track. I'm like, just play to the click. Let's just see if we how we do. But we're doing it as a learning experience, not so much like, hey, this is it's our It's not band. a performance thing. No, it's not yeah. about that. It's about learning. So, like, it, they both turn out really good. So, let's play to the click and see what happens. And it's been more, much more of a struggle <laughs> to get that accurate without a, um, like, a master track, like Tim's talking about here. But, like, what, what, prog- what audio program do you use, Tim? Uh, well, I have I do a little like home recording, so I have Cubase Pro. It's kind of a professional, yeah, a little, yeah, a little more, a little more like uh, robust and audacity or whatever. Yeah, yeah, okay, that's uh, fair. Um, but there's a lot of free ones out there that anybody could use. Uh, it's definitely you could do everything all in Premiere Pro. Only I just don't know that program well enough to make I mean, it you easy. Know, audacity <laughs> as well, like you know. Mm-hmm. Once once Tim goes down the audition wormhole, which will happen because he's got the full package, uh, that that'll trust me, he'll that'll that'll be quite the quite the experience to learn all the things you can do in fucking audition because pretty remarkable. It's scary. <laughs> His band will sound like Field Marshal. I remember. I remember the first time. I remember the first time I was working in audition, uh, and it wasn't it wasn't you. It was when I was working at my old job. And I was like doing the spectral uh, spectral audio display, and I was literally like photoshopping out frequencies. And there's like, how the fuck does this work? And I was like, dude, you don't even know. Like, I'm, I'm literally just like clone stamping and erasing frequencies in a spectral graph of the audio track that yeah. we're working on right now. It's crazy shit, dude. Computers, it is crazy. Computers are amazing. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the whole. I had to learn how to do it on tape when I took my first studio recording class and it was a pain in the ass. Are you that old? No, no. My studio recording class that I took when I was in college was like, yeah, learn it the shit way first, then we'll give you Pro Tools. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it the hard way. Yeah. Just to make you suffer. Like, it's like, listen to the warm buzz of analog <laughs> and the suffering of you having to re-record eight tracks. Okay, now you can use the computer. It's like, <laughs> motherfucker. 
So, Tim, the biggest reason we had you on is because you guys got a new video coming out. What is what is this one? And we were hoping to we have do. it done by now, but of course. I know. Yeah, we're waiting on a couple of more players to finish their videos. Well, he basically, Tim joshed it and the video's late. How about that? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. yeah but, I'm uh, disappointed because it's actually something that I arranged uh, and um, the band decided that they liked it and they want to play it. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah oh, absolutely. Uh, okay. Uh, and it's, a, it's not, it's not something I wrote. It's a popular song that everybody knows, but I wrote like a seven part arrangement for it. Wait, is this the thing you played at the beginning? Is it, can you feel love to No, no, I swear it's not. It's much cooler than that. (laughs) I just, I just want to make sure. I just did that to I just did that to annoy Andy because I know he hates pop songs. (laughs) God damn it, Tim. That's a good song though. Well, I gotta say, man, uh, you've been killing it, and I miss you dearly. Um, it was yeah. it was it was really good fun hanging out with you when we were in SoCal, and I hope I hope that you'll consider. It was great until Winter Storm, and he he blew me off. But that, you know, I, hope I, I did. I hope that you'll I hope that you'll consider putting on a blue kilt again, especially if it fits you. Yeah, we'll, we'll find one that fits you. I promise. Even if you gain weight, absolutely. <laughs> Which I have during this COVID thing. Haven't we also? <laughs> But real quick, we're winding we're winding down the episode. Um, Tim, do you want to get a little little final thought, my dude? You go first. <laughs> I have to go first. I always go last. Fusco, go. Fusco can go first. Uh, I'll go first. Uh, so I think these exercises in putting videos together is an is a viable uh, not a viable a very good exercise in teaching your band, educating your band. Uh, it's it's good education to have people essentially learn to play to a to a click. Yeah, more or less track. I mean to keep it. You know, it's like playing in a recording studio where all you fucking no. all you got is their click, and you got to like remember your tune, and you got to play through the thing. But it's a great learning experience to like, hey, we're all these individual pieces add up to the whole. So like, we're gonna record you as an individual piece. And then put it together into the whole. When we when we stand in band practice and everybody's like hiding amongst each other because it's all happening live. Yeah. Like you, you underestimate how important every individual is to make the sound better. So like this is such a great exercise in like, all right, all right, you got to do this again because this didn't quite work. And now and when you line it all up and like their strikes are out of time and blah blah blah, whatever it is. Like you can, you can show so it on a, you can show it on a waveform. You can form. show it on a waveform. Yeah. It's very visual, yeah. but it's like such a great learning experience. So I, I encourage people to try this kind of thing. I never thought about that. I never thought about because you know I've done studio recording as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. I never thought about the fact that like the average person who is in a pipe band isn't used to putting headphones on. They don't even have a not even used to. They're not. They have a clue. Putting headphones on playing their part to a click into a microphone mm-hmm. and i never it, it doesn't didn't even cross my mind or i'm just like oh fuck you don't you have no idea what that's like right like the hundreds of times i've done like guitar takes uh back in the old emu days drum takes like you know mm-hmm. pipe takes on albums it's like yeah like fuck i don't realize the fact that like you just don't you're not used to the idea of putting headphones on listening to a click track or a backing track and then playing into a microphone in time mm-hmm. and it do, you're right really yeah good. like you're you're right it does single out the importance of the individual yeah and, and it all builds into a group but like you could be that guy that's like oh well, i never want to play f- by myself in front of everybody but guess what every if one person fucks it up it's very easy to hear it 
right? And we can tell when we record those separately, try to line up, and Tim's like trying to line this shit up and like, oh, but your strikes are early, but your grace notes are okay. It's but like, yeah, it's you like, blew this. I can't, I can move a left and I can move a right and that's all I can do. You know what I mean? But now <laughs> we can visually see that like, all right, this per- person or whoever, it doesn't matter what it is, struggles with rhythm and rhythm is everything. So important. it's an interesting tool. Yeah. It's, it's a great learning experience, I think. It's self, yeah, it's a definite, I mean, I, I hear, professionals say you should record yourself during practice all the time and doing these videos has actually taught me personally because i have to record for these things too uh and you know you do it you listen back and you're like crap you you don't hear the stuff that you're doing when you're doing it in the moment yeah, when you listen yeah you're you're concentrating on what note comes next or on the next movement that you got to play that you always screw up on and like don't screw this up and then you listen back and you're like, oh, my God, I didn't know I was holding those notes so long and not mm-hmm. cutting them the way I'm supposed to or whatever. Right. It's such a great um, learning experience. I think, yeah. I think everybody. But you mentioned something, too, which is kind of funny, um, how nobody likes to play by themselves and get singled out in front of everybody. So there was a bit of that. So we have this uh, one drive that those two. <laughs> I got several people like. I don't want to put my video up in front of everybody. <laughs> so they would mail them to me individually. So a lot of, a lot of bashful, I, yeah, bashful I get that. people out there. <laughs> but here's, here's my advice for those people. Nobody in a band's going to take the time to listen to you. I promise. No, Nobody. Tim's going to listen <laughs> no, to it because he has yeah. to, and that's it. Nobody's going to care. <laughs> like you're, you're going to listen to it yourself, but it's great motivation to like, Hey man, go record this good because maybe they're going to listen to it. They won't, but the risk is there. And that's great motivation. I, yeah, I think like the thing, you know, <laughs> or, or they're just we've talked about this. Like it. when it comes to recording yourself and submitting it, how many times do you record it before you submit it? That's the practice. That, that yeah. gets you reps, and that's well, what's I, And I think I think reps are always good. Um, you know, you have to be your own worst critic always. And for fuck's sake, dude, don't just don't just try to edge by. Make sure that you're make sure you're uplifting the group as a whole. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I agree. Like you're, if you're, if you're part of a team, which every band is a team, rock band, pipe band, uh, doesn't matter. You're all part of the same team, and you're only as strong as the weakest link. Just don't be that fucking person. Can you stop that for a second? Right, exactly. Is that you playing the thing? Yeah. But yeah, I, that's. I guess that's my final thought: is just don't be that weakest link. Uh, do you know if you're afraid of recording yourself it's because you're afraid of people hearing you you're afraid of people hearing you it's because you're afraid of the fact that you haven't done enough work at home and that's an easy fix just fucking practice bro just do the work yeah and on that note on that note Fusco has <laughs> shit his pants yet again uh hey Tim, Tim. can I say something yep. Tim go fuck yourself <laughs> you go fuck yourself. Tim, I miss you, buddy. Thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, thank you for everyone who tuned in for the live stream. And uh, yeah, I, you know, I'm very excited. See y'all soon, and I'm gonna go ahead and play this out.